Manila, are you ready? Of course I am. The show today is going to be extra fierce. Extra fierce. And I mean, extra special guest. But who could it be? I'll give you a clue. Boy, they'll take you into cosmic dimensions. Dimensions, dimensions. I cannot (laughs) wait. Stay tuned. Forever. Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. (laughs) Welcome to the chop with Latrice and Manila. Who's on top? And who gets the chop? Let's chop it up, shall we? In mom news, we have a brand new show in the family. Our sister Shay Coulee has an all new pod all about top model on the mom network. It's called... Wanna be on top? Ooh. It will come out every Monday and Thursday, so make sure you go and check that out and subscribe, because we love us some Shay, and we love us some top model. Wanna be on top? Oh, my God. I'm so happy for Shay. Come on, Shay, getting on the pod. Yes, honey. And I love this, because, like, top model was, like, the drag race that before. That was my shit. That. that was like Drag Race before Drag Race existed, right? 100%, girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am an old school top model girl. Like, when they got into all these, like, different cycles, like, up in the teens and the 20s, and I, girl, I just kind of lost it. I, could, mm-hmm. I couldn't keep up anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm interested to hear what Shay got to say. I know. Ow! And she's going to have, like, a whole bunch of, like, cool guests on the show. So I'm going to, like, have to subscribe and check that out. Yeah, well, we, girl, she has way more uh, seasons than we have of Drag Race. There's like five hundred, and nice. that's not even counting any of the like country, like other <laughs> right. country franchises. Yeah, so she's yeah, she has a lot to keep her sustained for a while. <laughs> so yeah, so that's going that's going on my subscribe list right now because like for sure. now uh before we even get into this episode let's dive right into our inbox okay this one is from ryan kia ora hope you guys are having Mm -hmm. a good week love to hear jinx on the show when's chelsea boy coming on we're still waiting ryan well um kia ora ryan he's from uh, New Zealand. I know that because I just learned that's a New Zealand thing. Um, okay. Uh, well, Ryan, uh, lucky for you because we not only love you, but we also love Chelsea Boy. And our very special guest this week is one of our favorites from Drag Race Holland. And it is the one, the only, the cosmic, the captivating, the alluring, the <gasps> sickening, the Chelsea boys here! Hey, girl, hey! Boys. Vroom, vroom, bitches! <laughs> hey, us. how are we? We're fantastic. Thank you so much for being here on The Chop. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored. I cannot wait. It's been, it's been forever. 
you know how much forever and we have adored you you know you were like my standout from the promo like oh yeah I saw your bitch your promo look for holland was the most epic absolute sickening thing ever like yeah, you were yeah. blue. You had blue like with that cosmic thing around your head, like dress. the rings. Oh, wow! Artistry and its finest. Thank thing. you so much, Steve. I really enjoyed doing that look. Yeah. <laughs> what I wanted yeah. to do with that look was captivate, captivate all cultures, and at the same time, no cultures at all, and really, mm. um, kind of unify people with this like like ethereal look that you know rep- resembles the queen of the universe well yeah well, well, bravo and, yeah <laughs> bravo yes ma'am yeah it, it really did it really <laughs> did you, like it cemented what we were like it really basically like set the bars like what we were going to expect from this chelsea boy character on on <laughs> on drag race holland mm-hmm. um well and did she so, live up that's the question oh well, darling yes uh, Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. Above and beyond. Above and beyond. <laughs> so, um, all right. We saw your cover of a music video cover of the weekend's song that you just put out recently. Tell us about mm, yes. this. So, um, I have been, um, of course, as everyone, uh, especially in the Netherlands, really stuck in lockdown, cannot wait to get out there and perform and, you know, be on tour. But I was like, I need to give the people something, right? And I cannot perform in front of a crowd. So what I thought was, I'm going to do a performance in front of mannequins because, you know, COVID free. Um, so I, came up, I, I collected... I collected all these mannequins and I just wanted to make this really cool video to show people that I'm a singer, uh, I'm a dancer, and uh, we are cooking up more for you, uh, but just give them a little something, something, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, so, was, I, was talk, I was talking to you earlier and I was, I was like, is, is, this you, is this you singing? Because you sound... So you sound so good and you sound almost exactly like The Weeknd uh, when you did Save Your Tears. Uh, I, I literally had like... That's really my voice. I, that's so good. I was like literally like playing it on YouTube and then on your video. And I was like, wait a minute, I can't tell. So then I would like switch over to The Weeknd's video and I'm like, they sound the same. It sounds so good. And then I was like, okay, I can kind of <laughs> hear a little bit of a Dutch accent on your, <laughs> yours. Oh, do you? Oh, no, I hate that. We got to get rid of that right now. Like, no, I'm not going to it with a Dutch accent. No, man. No, I love it. It sounds so, actually, Why I like it. not? I like it better. I like your How am I ever going to be on All Stars International if I sound Dutch? <gasps> That's because well, you're international. That's the whole point. <laughs> all right, all right, point. all right. <laughs> so is it is it your goal to like do more music? Um, well, through this project, I really discovered my love for uh, creative direction because, of course, I think what a lot of us uh, what what brings a lot of us to drag is is this multifaceted aspect of it where we can like we're singers we're like we're lip syncers we're makeup artists we're performers uh, and creative direction I discovered in the past few months is like 
is something that I really love because it's an extension of all those disciplines. Like there's all of a sudden there's the set design, there's the storyline, there's the, uh, the lighting, the, the choreography, there's mm-hmm. the lighting, there's everything. And I, I really found a passion in doing this and I definitely want to make more of it. This was just like a little preview. Uh, so my own music is coming, but I really want it to be good. So it takes a little while, you know. Take your time, um, honey. But I, I really, and uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely going to do more. I'm working now on a script for kind of like the Genesis video of Chelsea Boy, how Chelsea Boy landed on Earth. Uh, and as everyone coming into a new context or environment, we have to kind of see what's around us, adjust to the environment, get to know what what is safe and what is unsafe and so i'm writing a story about that um actually i can write i can i can read you a little poem that i wrote okay it's not exclusive exclusive right here a little preview of what Um, we have to come it's a little bit of a it's it's just a little bit of a very nicely written text if I may say so myself, oh. uh, but it's not really—it's not really a poem. It's just a piece of text. Um, so before I'm gonna read it, I want you—I want to ask you, everyone who's listening, to close your eyes. Okay. Okay. And um, I'm gonna try and take you with me. Okay. Ooh. Okay. As I'm wondering, I gravitate towards a tense sound of what turns out to be a flickering night shop sign. Witnessed only by a lonely car parked on the side. The traffic lights at the end of the street calmly continue their cycle, simply because that's what they were once programmed to do. But without any purpose, they too leave me feeling abandoned. As I notice that human activity itself is the only missing link from the equation, the noise of the void is suddenly making me aware of my own presence. It's not until I look down in a puddle of rain and catch my reflection that I gasp for air. (gasps) Just in time. Now I realize my body is making me breathe consciously to confirm my existence, and I am unquestionably here. The end. Oh, bitch. So, yes. Okay. Okay. uh, Okay, So tell me a little bit, where did that take you? That Where took that me to a place you? that I, what I got from it is that you arrived in a place, obviously mm-hmm. unaware of who or what you were or are, and um, there was no one to tell you, no one to come and you had no one there. And you weren't even breathing this whole entire time until... You looked at yourself and caught yourself in the in, in your reflection and realized who you were and what you were and you took a gasp and realized, oh my God, this is air. This is what I needed. This is what I this is this makes me breathe. This, I'm alive, and that's what I got. Yes. So I, I don't know. That's what wow, I got. Wow, I think that's Am beautiful. <laughs> uh, well, I this is what this is what I loved about art because obviously you have your you have your idea you have your concept when you make something but I think it's very arrogant in a way as an artist to tell people like this is what you need to get from it. Um, so I always want to leave that completely open. I'm actually curious because everybody interprets it in their own way, and I think it's super interesting to hear like what does it tell you and what's 
what does it touch in your heart you know oh, that's well. that's what i so i'm no a storyteller and i think no that's what i love to do yeah exactly exactly yeah, it I never is yeah i love that oh wow you are a unique soul you understand me like your presence here is so needed and so um obviously um evolved into who you are like like you're a gift and like we need more of you in this world and i'm so glad that you are here to oh share. my god no i am a very i like i am very in tune and very spiritual and i i connect with souls rather than whatever you and however you identify i'm going to connect with your soul first and um i can just tell that you are a genuine being and that you are light and so i'm just glad that you're sharing your art and so I want to continue uh, to support that. And I want everyone out there that's listening to continue to support you because you are necessary. So thank you, Chelsea boy. Oh my God. That I could beautiful. not ask for a better compliment. Thank you so much, Latrice. Yes, that is the kindest yes. thing. It's, um, it's, uh, it's not every time, like it's not usual, especially from, um, what we're used to on RuPaul's Drag Race or, or Drag Race in general to have someone that's able to tune into that that part of themselves and express that in the way that they do the their drag and how they live their lives because I feel like you know we we kind of get just like mushed up into this whole like surface level mm-hmm. of yes gaga ya 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 walking 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 ka you know and like making these stupid innuendo jokes. Um, Oh, some of us can yeah. make a lot of money doing that, but like it's nice. <laughs> I mean, it's nice to see yes. that uh, there are other deeper ways of of using drag and living life and art and creating things. So thank you for sharing Absolutely. that. Absolutely, and and thank you so much. And actually, I I want to tell you a little bit of, of what my drag mom Snorella and you you spoke to her earlier as well. Uh. Um, she, yes she literally told me before i entered drag race like the night before she even helped me wake up she uh she made me some tea before i literally went at four o'clock in the morning to pay my face to enter the workroom uh and she literally told me here's what i need you to not do i need you not to fall into uh um a place in yourself where you uh, where you copy other queens, their behavior, and um, you know, just mm. just be your unique self because you're never gonna win if you're if you're trying to be like everybody else because everybody mm. else is already ahead of you in what they do mm. because like mm. you can try and encompass what somebody else is doing, but they're better at it. They trained it. They practice it. They live it. So there's no purpose in trying to do what other people are doing. Like if you're standing your own truth, that's the only way that's going to get you there. Well, it took me halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to so, say that, yeah. is, that is sage advice and kudos to your drag mom because um, I preach that all the time. I said authenticity is the most valuable, precious thing that you can have as a drag artist and performer or any kind of artist for that matter. Um, you know, I say that don't ever be a carbon copy because when it rains, you'll get wet and your ink will run. So just be the original baby, the original stamp sealed document, honey, put your stank on it. Mm-hmm. And there is no other Chelsea boy in the world. You know what I mean? And no one can Preach, give you diva. Chelsea boy like Chelsea boy. And so that's what it is. That's what it's about. I am so here for it. Um, 
Bitch, I can get Work. on a soapbox. I can get on so You got me all <laughs> ready to preach and shit. Let's take a real quick break, real quick break, and then come back because, bitch, we got so much we got, to dive Yeah, in. We wanna, I want to talk about some oh. Drag Race Holland. All right, we'll be right back. We'll be all right back. Right. <laughs> All right, we are back with Chelsea Boy from Drag Race <laughs> Sorry, it went right through you. <laughs> Great. Well, we, um, we have we, we've learned a little bit what you've been up to since Drag Race Holland, and um, what was your drag life before you filmed the TV show? I mean, I know that you started doing drag at what, 17 years old. Yeah, more or less. And this was kind of like a weekly, um, uh, sorry, like an annual thing for me. I The first time I got in drag, it was in this little pub owned by a uh, by a gay man who was my first drag mom. And um, he gave me the first little wig and a first little <laughs> lip gloss and a little dress. And that's all I needed. And he told me I look like, what's her name from um, um, Kelly Bundy? They told me I looked like Kelly Bundy. Married with children. I had no idea who that was. Yes, yes. So I was living my fantasy. I didn't need much. I still had like I still literally had my baby fat, so I didn't need to control whatever. Like I was a girl. I was a girl. Yeah. Um, so I did that literally. I did that for a couple of years, and it, this was also my phase in which I um, wanted to discover and explore my feminine side, and let that you know all hang out with my femme drag. Uh, until I discover like, oh, there's something missing here. And it was the masculine side that's also in me. And mm. so I then came up with Chelsea. Well, I quit for a while and like, I was like, I'm doing something wrong. So I need to figure out what I'm doing. And then six months later, Chelsea Boy was born. Um, and yeah, I, since then I created Chelsea Boy because I wanted to create a drag character that is much more close to what I do as a performer uh, and what I, what I aim to do. And I aim to be a singer. Um, so yeah, I, since then I started this journey in which I went more inwards rather than outwards. Um, and that, yeah, that got me where I am today. And I'm really grateful for the journey that I had and it's been beautiful. Yes. So, so then you auditioned for Drag Race Holland. So when you walked into mm-hmm. the when you worked when you walked into the workroom, did you know any of these girls when you before you got there? Because like I know that like you know, like it's a smaller country. So like, who did you know all the girls when you walked in? Yeah, I literally knew every single one of them or had <laughs> no. heard of them. Okay. Did yeah. you guys know that you guys were going to be on the show together or because, <laughs> you know, sometimes like the drag well, communities are small. You know, yeah. And the teapot is also very small, but it spills a lot, honey. <laughs> it spills a lot. It spills all over the place. There's no tea left in the pot, bitch. There's no tea left in the pot. So uh-huh. Everybody, everybody knew already, like kind of kind of had the sense. It was spoiled a little bit and it leaked. Uh, so we kind of had a sense until Envy walked in. She kept it a secret. Really well done. Um, so I knew most of them. And like what I find the beautiful thing about um, the Amsterdam drags, like since we are such a small community, we have to, um, you know, be friends with each other. Of course, that doesn't always work that way, but mm-hmm. uh, generally... Yeah, we're all friends. And even though our drag 
as you've seen, like our track is so diverse. It's so different. Uh, but still, we have so much respect for each other's art form. And I think that's also why like the shadiness on the season was a little bit less than we would have expected. Uh, although I think I think that will be different on the next season. Ah. Um, yeah. But I love my I love all my sisters. So yeah, we we had a really fun time. And of course, there was some beef going on, but Generally, we support each other and we just, you know, we're like, for example, me and Janie, we complement each other so well. We did the press day in couples and, and I worked with her and I was super scared because, as we know, Janie has a big personality. Uh, so I was like, I hope that she's not going to like take all the shine and I'm just going to stand there like, can I say something? So <laughs> but the opposite, the exact opposite happened where um, she we really feed it off of each other and she gave me the energy and I gave her more of the, you know, um, the insights and like really feed it off of each other so well. And it was just beautiful. That's what I'm talking about. I like, you know, sisterhood is so important, especially when you are in a situation like RuPaul's Drag Race. You're like in those confines of those walls. You're in a, a world of your own. You're shut out from any outside influences and so you have you your demons and if you're fortunate to have a good sister there with you all the better you know but it's not always that way for everybody especially if your sister gets eliminated before you do so. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <laughs> we both I can only talk from experience uh, <laughs> but now look now okay we, we saw there was no cash prize for your season but there was a real pretty dress <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. How do you feel about How that? How would you envision me in that? Like, I mean, that uh, is not your kind of tea, really. When you look at it, and I'm just like, you would look pretty. I knew you would. Oh but yeah, that's you. But that's not you. I mean, I mean, imagine if imagine my promo look, right, the blue one with the gold <laughs> with the gold lines. Yes. Imagine wearing that dress with that look. That could work. That could that be could like work. like a yeah. Alien. That could be an alien going to prom, bitch. <laughs> I, tr- I trust you, Chelsea boy, that I you'd be able you to style that to make yeah. it you for sure, yeah. for although, sure, for uh, sure. Although I, sh- I would just be able to wear it once because it would be co- entirely covered in blue Creolon <laughs> stick, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoops, we're not going to watch that out, girl. That part, 18,000 euro gone down the drain, honey. Just gone. <laughs> well, your uh, looks were by far some of the most innovative and originals we've ever seen on Drag Race. Uh, the whole franchise, to be honest. Um, yeah. Uh, and we we got to see a little we got to see a little peek into like what you know inspires you and how what how that makes you tick and everything. So can we talk about some of your your amazing looks on the show? Like, well, let's go ahead. Yeah, one of your looks is this rainy weather look that was amazing. I mean, amazing. And not only was it like well, uh, well thought out, and but it's well executed, and then you well you performed it well down the <laughs> runway, like. like- Full on, like being blown. I like, thought it was wind in the, in, 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 the, in the studio. I'm like, bitch, I need to close the door. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing was, I got I got complimented on my runway on the first episode, and then again on the second. Oh no, I didn't get commentary. I envisioned that. Never mind. Um, and then on the third, um, 
on the third episode, I was like, you know what? They saw they saw my fashion, like my runway walk twice. I want to switch it up. So um, I was like, I want to do a completely different. Um, so I was like, wait, I'm doing this look. Why not? Like sometimes you want to do your in a look like this one uh, and you you want to you, you want to still do that runway, very catwalk. Right. You want to mm-hmm. perform it in like a very right. runway um aesthetic kind of way but here i thought why not if it's a campy look also sell it in a campy way so yeah. you have like double effects so it's like no, i'm gonna it. go all out and like perform the hell out of this dutch weather bitch mm-hmm. yeah no that's that's the brilliance of it all because whether you, you like it or not whether you like it or not <laughs> you just have to weather the storm don't you yeah <laughs> I literally came up with the names for everybody's runway on every episode. There's something in me with the puns. I should be writing those RuPaul jokes. Like, <laughs> well, somebody does need something to, about huh? those really awful puns. Everybody hates it. <laughs> okay, what about what about this other one, which is really interesting? Was the uh, the runway for half man, half queen, oh. which which kind of which ended oh, up kind of being controversial. Well, I think it was mostly controversial because. Uh, a lot of you queens, uh, you interpreted it in like a more outside of the box than what the judges were expecting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You presented your version of feminine slash masculine and it wasn't what they were expecting. They were expecting like tuxedo, pretty dress. dress. Yeah. 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 Um, but you, yours Long was, hair, short hair. Yeah. yeah, yours was this like in the middle of like mystique from the X-Men, like <laughs> switching in from like uh a mutant character to a really sexy naked man Six, woman yeah non non binary right. something yeah. whatever it is naked whatever it was just was naked, naked and sexy, sexy. looking mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you <laughs> uh, yeah yeah i i really enjoyed doing that look i think that was my favorite uh also because of the message it had and i was like I, I actually I had another idea first. My my first idea was a lot more crazy and a lot more outside of the theme. But then I was like, let's let's adhere a little bit more to the theme. My first uh, idea was I'm gonna do this like um, like muscle suit, kind of like we've seen Milk doing. But then we're gonna do it latex, and we're gonna do it in a way where it's like it's a mix of like a it's a kind of like a female bodybuilder. So she has the big bicep, she has the uh uh boobs she has a corset she has big thighs uh and that's kind of the the first idea i had and then this very femme almost like porcelain blonde uh head on top of that uh but then i was like no let's do something different let's go a little bit more for that split uh and then i was like well i'm not going to do a split to the middle and like i said on the show i don't look at gender that way and i just wanted to do something like where it was and and this is what i've I think I've done in more looks. We've seen also with the spray can and with the weather look. Like I love to like freeze emotion. So mm. so you know you have the sense that something's moving there, and it's like I'm being transformed into something while you're looking at it, and kind of freeze that moment. It's something that um, yeah I'm doing more, and for some reason it's kind of part of uh, what I love to portray with my aesthetic. Yeah, but there's like. Kind of also like um, like one moment you're in one place and the next moment you're in another place, you know, it's like I, I snap with my fingers and I vanish and I appear somewhere else in a different form. And I think because I always morph into something else, I was like, why not freeze that that morph moment? 
Yeah. Well, I, I'm digging it. Yeah. It's, I'm staring at it and I cannot oh, stop you, baby. looking at it. I cannot stop. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, this is it's brilliant. <laughs> this, this, <I'm, laughs> Thank you so much, babe. I, yeah, I enjoyed it. So, um, what are, what are your thoughts on being referred to as he, him, and drag? Like, that's is that your your choice? That is, is that what you want? Yeah, because I noticed that sometimes, some sometimes like it on Drag Race, uh, we'll refer to some queens as she, and then some queens. Usually, if their name is like Lawrence Cheney or or, or uh, Chad, or Chad, they'll <laughs> refer to them as as he or him. Um, what it, What are your thoughts on that? Um, well, I listened. I, I heard your uh, previous podcast, and I thought it was super interesting the conversation that you had about pronouns. And for me personally, um, I I don't care so much about pronouns because for me, my, my gender identity is something that's, you know, something that's for me and from me. So it's something that, you know, nobody else really has to deal with for me personally. Uh, so I really don't mind being referred to at he, she, or they, like I, I, I am all, so I'm every woman, you know what I mean? Well, I'm every, I'm every day. I'm every day. <laughs> I tell everybody that my pronouns are bitch, honey, bitch, bitch, girl, honey, girl, Miss Mamas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal those. <laughs> Is there a box to check for that on a, on, a, on, a, on a form, like an official? Well, I was talking to bitch, honey, work the other day, and bitch, honey, work. <laughs> Yeah. I live. I live. I'm getting my life. <laughs> wow. Okay, so Fred was we thought that Fred Bandelier was an amazing host. Amazing. Um, so but is I love of Fred. Of course, is he is he really truly like the, the RuPaul of Holland? Um, so, so uh, Fred has been iconic in the '90s as a club kid, and mm. really, really lived through those years. Um, he has been a very successful TV host for many years in the Netherlands. Um, he is one of the icons that everybody looks to and thinks like he's one of the people that understands it because we have a lot of, so to speak, queer icons in the Netherlands that are not necessarily very queer and they adhere to a more like heteronormative crowd. Yeah. Mm. And I think what Fred does really successfully is bring those worlds together. And I love when mm. we're, uh, we were on a talk show together last year when the show premiered uh, and where he spoke about this show is really about so much more than a man in a wig. And it's about uniting people and it's sharing creativity and celebrating it. Uh, and I think he does that so, so well, so successfully. And, uh, he's super um, um, uh, invested in the queens, and I think I think he literally does an amazing job. And can't wait to see what he's bringing next week to the uh, next year to the runway. <laughs> okay. Oh right, yes. yes. Baby, she's laid. 
slay Slay. those looks honey i was was always i was Mm. in love and i i I do agree like you could tell that there was like like he was having fun with you girls in the in the workroom for sure Mm. Mm -hmm. absolutely okay can we talk about your joe exotic please that you did on snatch game now mind you like for us uh, watching in america it was hard for us to kind of like cling to some of the uh like Dutch celebrities, you know, but, but of course mm-hmm. we all were, we were all watching Tiger King. <laughs> well, we can have a little some some of them. Like you know, Joe Joe was purely and only a very no no not only but he was a very strategic choice. I had an alternative which was this um a female character that did like a comedy show in the eighties that nobody knows and the people that do know will look like with with a fucking um uh, amplifier. Um, so I was like, let's do let's do something that the international babies will get and will understand. So I was like, I'm gonna do Joe Exotic because I I tend to be a more reserved personality in a room full of like big personalities and big queens so i was like i want to show that i can come outside of my comfort zone uh and do something do do a character that's like completely opposite for me and just like nail the hell out of it and i think what happened was uh like a like a 50 50 uh, percent chance because the other 50% would have been me just sitting there uh, like being being overshadowed by the others and like getting a blackout and just taking myself back and I did the exact opposite I turned my mind I turned my own mind off literally to play him because I studied him so much I literally <laughs> cannot see that show anymore um, I studied him so much and then I was like um, so I'm gonna, just going to put my mind off. And then afterwards, I was like, okay, so what did I actually say? Was this like appropriate <laughs> for, for international television? And they were like, yeah, yeah, it was fine. And I think they might have they might have cut some jokes out that were less appropriate. I'm so, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you. <ya. laughs> uh, one of them, one of them, one of them being, because Fred asked me, and this is something that was cut. My answer was cut a little bit. Uh, Fred asked me, uh, Joe Exotic, it's so nice to have you here. Last time I checked, you were in prison. Uh, to which I answered, that's damn right. And I'll tell you something else. I damn locked it in there because I got free, fresh meat every single day. Unlike that fucking expired meat I feed to the fucking doctors from Walmart every day. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, so I want to ask you a question. What do you think? Should I be doing weekly uh, weekly prison updates by Joe Exotic? Everything needs to do that. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> What's your I take? mean, I think you have something there. I mean, I can give you some scenarios that you can draw from from my own personal experience in prison. If you've never been. Uh, <laughs> oh, please. Oh, please. Yes. Yes. I, so here for it. Don't down, if you know what I, I mean. So I down. I just want some writer credit. I want writer credit, bitch. Oh, absolutely, bitch. You can have it right away. Uh, just like on AJ and the Queen, and now, and now it's just you boys tiger king <laughs> boom <laughs> oh my god this oh my is god much. let's that take a it. quick break we you you got us going girl uh we'll take a quick break and we have more with chelsea boy because uh i want to find out how she feel about her shocking elimination 
Okay, we gotta work on the whistle. <laughs> <laughs> you you'll be Mariah one day. You will you will do it. Mm-hmm. practicing, lots of honey, honey. Uh, <laughs> but you made the top five. Then you were eliminated during the makeover challenge. Triggered, uh, bitch. However, I thought your Mars attacks were freaking amazing. Like, w- w- like, how do you feel about like that? Like. Would you have changed anything at all looking back at it? Um, I think I think I would definitely have gone for a different look. I mean, I don't regret it, but would I be to do it again? I would definitely do a different look. Not because I didn't like the look at all, but because it's a dress. I'm not a big dress queen, uh-huh. so um, uh-huh. I think that's also what kind of got me in the uh in the lip sync aside from the wig falling off my head of course Mm, yeah that's always the that's always the hard part like uh you have to come up with a good idea for a, an outfit for the runways but then you also have to think ahead like what if this is in the bottom can i lip sync right. in this yeah ain't nobody trying to think about being in the bottom Ooh. oh <laughs> yeah. I that one girl nope. who used to and... wear the flat who was wearing who was, who was the girl i forget what season where they're wearing flat shoes every time that was alaska and... on all stars too <laughs> 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 but they would but they on, on all stars they had time to change so she would change into her little you know debbie scooters little debbie snack cakes oh my god the nerve the nerve <laughs> that fucking nerve. <laughs> <laughs> my god don't be wearing no flat on the runway mama no damn gina damn <laughs> well what was your favorite runway look mm-hmm. that you were able to present on the show Um, I think it was, um, I think the most fun I had was with the weather look, the okay. wind look. That was my mm. favorite one to present. I came off that runway with so much adrenaline, uh, and I loved that so much that I was like, this is the coolest shit I've ever done, <laughs> uh, until I made my video because now the just plugging it one one more time um but i think that's my favorite and then in terms of the look um i think definitely the split personality and like the message that that uh sent and i mean uh, i didn't make that myself it was made by designer dennis dean from amsterdam he did such a fabulous job and like it was you know sometimes when you have an idea and it's just you have such a fertile uh collaboration with a designer where you really go on top of each other with with better ideas and to add layers to it mm. uh, and like the result of this look was really something i could have never imagined and never even could have drawn myself so i was uh like yeah i Your felt i felt um, was very cloud nine 
Your description was very sexual just now. I mean, <laughs> I was getting oh, hot wait, listening wait to you. Yeah, everything you said <laughs> sex, had a sexual innuendo. I was just like, okay, Ms. Let's oh, use, wow. There's some kind of bias in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's the heat the that you give. people can't even see me. And you're giving off that heat, honey. You're giving it off. That's what it is. Usually it's me that's the hornball in the room. Um, well, oh, that's reason. We're going we're gonna to have some chocolate muffins okay baby (laughs) (laughs) okay so you have amazing looks but because you were sent home much too early what were the other looks that we didn't get to see like can you describe some of your looks Um, or your your looks that you you wish you were able to show oh yes there was one look that i i only missed one episode um and that was the ball episode with three looks uh and there i had the storyline of um uh taking off like literally taking off from earth into the sky Mm -hmm. then we have this like little realm uh moment where you're like in between two dimensions and then the third one was like me landing into a new place so um the first one um the theme was red white and blue uh, and uh, what I had was the first um, um, runway was uh, beachwear. So what I came up with was I was going to do a bodysuit, kind of Pamela Anderson Baywatch style, but uh, I added a jetpack to it. And the jetpack came with like a red, white, and blue, uh, three different um what do you call them? Like three parts. Uh, And I would actually have red, white, and blue smoke coming out of that. You know, you have these smoke petals. Uh, And I trained this, I I discussed this with production and they said, it's fine, it's it's safe. Uh, So I would have literally come down the runway with red, white, and blue smoke coming out of my ass. So Oh, oh, we missed that. Oh my God, I'm so mad. I'm so mad. That is the part. Yeah, I'm looking I on your mean. I'm looking on your Instagram and I'm seeing this this the photo of you. It is that would have been so cool. That that would have that would have blown it? Yeah, that would have blown the I production mean, of your like wind blown out of the fucking water, man. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Amazing. What about what can I think what can I ask you what your finale look would have been then? Cause like now I want to know. Cause like I, I'm mad now. I'm mad. We missed out. I'm I'm going to be super honest and I am uh, someone that takes quite a long time to come up with my ideas because I really need to meditate on them. It takes like a good couple of weeks to come up with them. So by the time I was three or four weeks in, I only had two weeks left to design on my looks, more or less. Um, so when I entered the show, uh, I didn't have my look ready for the finale yet. Um, so I kind of in between filming was able to make a phone call here and there. Uh, to get to get the, the design made that I wanted for the finale. It would have been uh, the Mega Man look that I did, but I would have done it uh, had I had more time. I would have done it like way bigger and I would have, yeah, add, mm. add way more elements to that. So you was being so, sneaky. Yeah. She was, she was having, mm-hmm. oh, she was, mm-hmm. she was, uh, she kept her cell phone. Oh, shit. She was having things made for her on the side in between Baby. episodes. Oh, that's the, that's the real tea right here on the chop. Oh, well, you didn't check my third phone. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay so 
Chelsea boy, um, it's game time. Would you play a game with us? Oh, baby. What kind of game we play today? Oh, see, there you go. There it is. There you go. You see it. Ain't I see it. I, I, okay. okay. All right. The sexual okay. tension so. here at the top. <laughs> we will be providing you with moments from your season of Drag Race Holland, and you're going to either <laughs> top them. <laughs> <laughs> Or you know, a top is good and the chop is bad. So are you ready? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Boom boom. Let's go. Top or chop. No cash prize but a dress. Chop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, give us a give us a gift check. Yeah. Give, give us, yeah. A, a WoW Presents Plus uh, series, maybe? or something. Yeah, a Rupe Peter bag? No, I mean, I mean, nothing. I mean, it's a, I, I do want to say really briefly, it is a first season, and I expect nothing more than having a platform to express my dragon, so I do want to make that clear. Well, yeah. that is a beautiful anyway, Miss America answer. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, this, really one, this one's good. Okay. <laughs> a, a, top or chop? Abby, oh my God's breakdown moment. Which one? <laughs> right, girl. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say top because it gave us one of the few drama moments in the season. So I don't true. think we wanted to miss that one, right? That, true. that is very true. You're absolutely true. right. Thank God for Abby. Oh my God, we didn't get her on the show, right? <laughs> she I didn't take her no pictures and stuff. She looking cute on Insta. <laughs> she um she yeah she Absolutely. definitely did bring the drama thank god <laughs> for sure okay uh snatch game top just or snatch chop. game yeah, in- snatch game top in general top or chop uh in general i'm gonna say top because i think me and envy uh made it uh entertaining so Amen. i'm gonna say top and it's <laughs> yes. one of the challenges that really brought something out of me that then was just unstoppable so i'm gonna just say top mm-hmm. good. that You're is good it is a hard one so like it, even even when you are doing well on, oh, on the snatch was, game it's tough i was shitting my pants and <laughs> i had a hole in the back of my pants do you remember so i was like <laughs> This might go really wrong, and we might be making, we might uh, not on purpose even make some really good TV here. <laughs> okay, top or chop? The judge's opinion of your drag. Sometimes they were wrong because the audience. I don't think see, we all, all agreed with the judges. Sometimes, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna whisper this one. I'm gonna say, chop. I hope they don't hear it. <laughs> no, They're I mean, I mean, I, I showed him something new, so uh, you know, yeah. Well, I mean, it's I... all about education, honey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're here to inspire and educate the children, honey, and that's that. So, okay, top or chop? The quick turnaround from filming to seeing yourself on TV. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to say chop on that one. That was a really short period um, for us to properly show the world uh, all the content that we wanted to show them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was a little short. Um, but yeah, I I 
worked over hours and it was just it was really intense it was just yeah intense the house down yeah imagine <laughs> yeah that was that was amazing i had to give y'all super props for that because i was like three weeks bitch wait 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 we just wrapped i just got un- not even fully unpacked yet what do you mean <laughs> Like, and, and doing yes. a and doing a pandemic, you know. And doing a pandemic, you need new looks. You got to do this and that and get ready. Like, girl, that's a lot. Doing a lot. our photo shoots, getting merch ready, yeah. getting our website ready. All I wasn't all even on it. Twitter yet. I was like, how does Twitter yeah. work? What's a tweet? <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> I know. The yeah, feeling. no, but I it, it all it all landed. It all landed yeah. after the show. Uh, I did. Ha- I we all. I think we all we, we all worked from. I think like uh, April since we got the news to be on until about December when the show was finished airing. I think we all worked so hard for so long that we all needed a breezer and like right now uh obviously uh the world is opening up again a little bit here in the netherlands we're waiting for people to be vaccinated but of course we're going to wait first for the for the elders and those with pre-existing conditions um but we're all ready to take the world by storm to get out there to do tours and to show the world what we're all about amen fabulous I mean, there's a lot of seasons of you girls who have been shut down during this pandemic so Y'all to the front of the line for the tours. Y'all better oh get my God. buy them tickets, honey. Because, yeah, y'all got to get up there and show the world. You haven't been able to do nothing. And I... Absolutely. And I love seeing these memes uh, where they say, like, oh, um, uh, we're going to be, oh, by the end of this season, we're going to be out of the pandemic. And then it's, like, six seasons. <laughs> six right. seasons later. <laughs> 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 Five five new countries having their versions of Drag Race afterwards. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like right. yes, like wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. So so okay. So um, now it's time for our tops and our chops of the week. <laughs> mm-hmm. So since we have an international Alrighty. queen in our presence, I want to know what has been your biggest top and your biggest chop of your experience on Drag Race. Your, what is like the your favorite mm. thing that's come out of being a part of the Drag Race fan, sisterhood franchise thingamajiggy? I think I'm I'm making all these faces that people can really see, but I'm giving Alyssa Edwards in this case. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have well, for top. I'm gonna have to say. Uh, uh, it's uh, Latrice. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna want to kill me when I give you this um, miscongeniality answer. Oh, oh no! Uh, go I'm for gonna it. have to say sister. I'm gonna have to say sisterhood from no, people I'm... that I did not expect to be yeah. to become sisters mm-hmm. with. Like mm-hmm. literally, mm-hmm. for real. Like, no, like that's worth more than than anything. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. Because like we can be we can be rich and famous, but what's the point if we're if we're Alone. lonely and like don't have sisterhood like yep. to share uh to share your life with so yeah definitely that's my number one top uh my number one chop is um the big blonde wig that is somewhere orbit orbiting mars right now <laughs> i heard she's on her way back um oh no, no 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 actually let me let me let me correct that the duct tape that was underneath her honey that was a moment Oh, the duct tape let you down. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not mad at the wig. I'm mad at the duct tape. Uh. (laughs) 
Yes. Well, Latrice, let us, while we have Chelsea here, let us tell Chelsea our tops and our chops of uh, Chelsea's um, moment, uh, Chelsea's moments on Drag Race Holland. Yes? Well, yeah. My, well, my top, obviously, is your promo look. I'm sorry that, I don't know why I'm sorry. Uh, That, to me, was uh, everything I needed to know about you. So it was all encompassing. Um, and I felt like you really were showing people who did not know who Chelsea Boy was, you know who Chelsea Boy is now. And I and I that that to me, if you can do that in a in a look and tell a whole full life story, I'm here for it. So mm-hmm. that's my top. Top, top, mm-hmm. top. Thank you so much. Um yeah, I actually got that one tattooed last week uh, because oh. it is the beginning of everything. Uh, so I'm just going to briefly show you. The listeners oh. can see it. Oh, there it is. is. That is sickening. So, yeah. Right yes. I was like, that's that's the beginning of it, everything. Yep. Thank you so much. Thank you so yep. much. That's one of my favorites as well. My top was the fact that you played this androgyny, uh, this, this middle like area of of drag so well and so perfectly because we did we did get to see you in like your dress like your your windblown look we was was very like you know feminine female presenting but you you always kind of like bordered on this line of like doing this like you know part boy part girl like your alien queen was so good like it, but it was like still kind of like this androgynous thing while everyone else was kind of doing like your regular like queens you were doing alien stuff um i love that about your <laughs> your stuff so that is my top thank you so much oh my god this entire this entire interview feels just like a shower of compliments okay. i'm very honored very well now we're gonna chop now we're gonna give our chops latrice what was your what was your chelsea boy chop of the season <laughs> oh my god Give it. I, Bring I, it. I don't even remember anything that I didn't like well I'm trying to think when just be honest you... I want to learn I would really love to know like I, my chop is that you gotta eliminate it I, I didn't agree with that I didn't think that your your Mars girls were worthy of being in the bottom I just didn't agree with it so chop my chop <laughs> definitely a chop for me as well was the makeover challenge it's triggering for me because it's like you know you have this like concept and it was executed well um especially compared to some of the other queens um correct but uh yeah like sometimes sometimes you just uh, like you have like one little tiny falter and i think that's really what it was about you chelsea boy is that like everything that you did on that runway was so chef's kiss that like uh any little kind of misstep that you had was was uh was going to like let the judges down a little bit and and from my experience like the makeover challenge is like the hardest one because you have to do two Mm -hmm. two outfits um yep so chop you don't get that much extra time no No, yes none amen Mm, it's horrible i hate them nothing to add there Mm-hmm. <laughs> well that's our tops and our chops thank you so much chelsea boy for finally coming onto our podcast we really love you 
lovely, lovely having you. Thank you, you so think- much. Can I have the honor after you've done the closing of the show to have the very last second, a uh, multiple seconds to close off the show? But I want you to do the ending first. Okay, okay. Sure, we'll sure, act sure. like we're gonna close it. Well, that's our show, and thank you all so much for listening to the shop. We do have new shows every Tuesday and Thursday. So make sure you subscribe to our show and you can rate and review us on your podcast app. And you can send us an email. We might read it on the show next week. Email latricemanila at gmail.com. And you can follow us at Latrice Royale and Manila Luzon. And Chelsea Boy, what's, what's, where can we follow you? Uh, uh, you can follow me on all channels at XO Chelsea Boy. Mm. And please uh, don't forget to check out my new video on Save Your Tears by the Weekend on YouTube. Uh, and it comes with a little cute t-shirt and a little tank top. So you want to serve that this summer, honey. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you next week to find out who gets the chop. Forever. To listen to The Chop ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. The Chop is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Latrice Royale and Manila Luzon. Produced by Joseph Shepard. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Big Dipper, Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale.